Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to the Three Count Super Pod! Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chaz Evans, and you are listening to the Super Pod Greatest Wrestler of All Time Tournament. Let me go down the list. Always with me is my partner in crime, the Red Dogs of Red Dogs. He is Cliff Red Dog Miller. And now my catchphrase. Yeah, that's it. That That's my catchphrase. Alrighty then. And introducing second, he's only on this podcast because he's related to me, because he doesn't have a point to make. He doesn't know really anything about wrestling, that's a lie. But hey, he's a fucking mark. So, introducing next, he is Lil JJ. I'm not little anymore, I'm legal, so I'm JJ. How you doing? I like to thank the sidewalks for keeping me off the streets. You already know that it's a danger zone out here. Everybody stay safe, everybody stay Welcome and everything, and I don't know what I'm saying anymore, but make sure you guys wash your hands. Love y'all. And last but certainly not the least, he is the man that has survived the coronavirus. He is your 14-time AEW World Heavyweight African-American Bear Wrestling Mosquito Biting World Champion, Chris Idol. (laughs) Always happy to be here. And now let's go down the list with our special guest here on the Super Pod. Go ahead, guys, introduce yourself, let them know where you're from, how long you've been a wrestling fan, and all that jazz. What's up, guys? I'm Martin. I'm from the Franken Culture Frankensteiner Wrestling Podcast. I've been wrestling, I've been a wrestling fan since I don't even know when. I've always loved wrestling, body slamming people into fucking walls and tables and such. Uh, and yeah, from Georgia, originally from Detroit. Haven't gotten shot yet. That's a bonus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well then. <laughs> What's up, what's up, everybody? I'm Justin, uh, Justin Del Rio. I uh, run Nerds of Wrestling on Facebook, uh, Nerds of Wrestling Podcast, What's Up Wrestler. I'm from Connecticut, and I've been a wrestling fan for about 10, 15 years now, uh, and I'm excited to be here. Okay, finally, the champ has come to the Three Count Podcast, representing the No Spots Podcast on the True Radio Network, hailing from the greatest city in the world, Washington, D.C. And the champ has been a sports fan, especially a wrestling fan, since 1991, when a lot of y'all weren't even outside at that time, but I was. So the champ is here. The champ is glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> All righty, then I just want to put out there, Champ is one of the greatest managers to ever step foot in any type of wrestling capacity. My man. I've always said it from Jump Street, and I will continue to say it even to the day I die. Had to put uh-huh. you over there, pal. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All righty, guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest wrestler of all time super podcast. So, we're going to get right into it. We have four brackets. 
So we define our brackets by era. So we got the 1980s, the 1990s, the 2000s, and the godforsaken 2010s. So <laughs> with that being said, let's get started in our first bracket. That's the 1980s. So first round is this. We got the number one seed, Dusty Rhodes versus King Kong Bundy. I'm going to go give my, vo- my vote right here, and I'm going with the, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Mm. All right, I'm going with uh, Dusty Rhodes also. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you, but, yep, that's my pick. Oh, I'm going with Dusty. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> All right, Martin? I mean, if anybody says King Kong, I really worry about your state of mind and your health. It's, it's Dusty. Duh. Champ. Oh, you gotta go with the American dream, baby. Dusty Rose, the son of a plumber. Alright. Idol? Dusty. Dusty, right. same. Dusty Justin, Rose. you got Dusty, alright. Alright, Dusty Rose hey. has really went quick. on to the next round. I did want to, we, we also should probably talk about like how we came up with this, right? So, we had nine different people, two of them decided not to be on today, that's okay. Uh, but we did have them write all their favorite wrestlers, and then what we did is we took the majority of whoever made the list, and we ranked them based on a voting system, what we decided. So, if you had two guys who may have had a unanimous, unanimous, uh, choice, so we had nine, nine votes, uh, we went through and voted who was gonna be the one and two seeds, based on our own voting system. So we just want to put out there, it's going to be crystal clear on how we got all this together. So Thanks, cool. Cliff. Yeah, because, you know, I don't do rules. So yeah. um, now that everyone understands that, yeah, first round, uh, first bracket, I mean, not first bracket, but first matchup was Dusty Rhodes and King Kong Bundy. Dusty Rhodes has moved on. Next, we have the Iron Sheik versus Ravishing Rick Rude. I'm going to pick, uh, out of my, you know, personal pleasure for uh, Sheik's tweets, I'm going with Iron Sheik. <laughs> and I'm going to go with the opposite. I'm going with Rick Rude. Idol? The ravishing one. Justin? Rick Rude. Cliff? I'm going with Rude. Champ? Shut your mouth and open your eyes and take a look at what a real man looks like. Hit the music, Rick Rude. And last but not least, Martin. Iron Sheik was just a transitional champion. Rick Rude all the way. <laughs> and Rick Rude has moved on. I just picked Sheik because I do like his tweets, and he's just, you know, he's out there. <laughs> he wasn't tweeting in the 80s. That's facts. He wasn't, but he's tweets now, and it's there, hilarious. There you go. Let's, let's, let's stick with the facts. <laughs> Next, we have here, oh, man, uh, <laughs> the nature boy, Ric Flair, going up against the ultimate warrior. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. All righty, champ, you start us off with this one. The nature boy, Ric Slayer! Woo! <laughs> Chris Idol? I'm um, going with the Nate. Can't bet against Nature Boy. Martin? 
Since we're dealing with the 80s, logic-wise, I have to say with Rick because Warrior hit his stride in the 90s, so Rick. Uh, Justin? Yeah, Rick. Rick Flair. Josh? Flair. Cliff? I'm just going to say I'm disappointed that Idol didn't say, with a tear in my eye. <laughs> I'm also going with Rick. Um, that man just with- woke up. How are you going to be mad at him? I can't. That's how I do. <laughs> I'm going to go with Flair as well. So, Flair moves on. The Our next matchup, actually, you know what? I think this will probably be an easy one. But um, Hulk Hogan versus Ted DiBiase. I'm going with the racist man, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> what about you, JJ? I'm going with the million dollar man. It's like, no, nah, I'm going Hulk Hogan. I'm joking. I'm I was joking. about to say, well, I, I, know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you about to get smacked. <laughs> Idol. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Martin? Really? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Justin? Yeah, uh, Hogan. Champ. Everybody's got a price, but his price ain't going to buy my vote. Hogan. How? Y- y'all been getting me. <laughs> I thought he was sick. <laughs> Cliff? Listen, okay. This man is from Omaha, Nebraska. It's my in my home state, but I got to be honest, I'm going with Thunderlips. So I'm going to take Hogan as well. And that's a clean sweep for Hulk Hogan as we move further down the 1980s bracket. Our next matchup. Ooh. Harley <laughs> Grace versus Roddy Piper. Jeez, man. Oh, God. Um, I just got to think. So, uh, Cliff, you go first. <laughs> Ah, oh, damn, damn. Um, I'll be honest, man. I'm going with the rowdy one. Let me get Piper. Uh, champ. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. But I gotta go with Harley Race, man. That man was owning the NWA in the '80s, so I gotta go with Harley Race. Martin. Ending the career in the '80s versus being the foil to Hogan at the end of the '80s. I gotta give it to Race. Justin? I gotta go with Piper on this one. JJ? Uh, I'm going with Piper. Idle? Hot Rod. Yeah, okay. So, I love Harley Race, but I love Roddy Piper even more. The heat that Piper used to get is amazing. And probably cannot be repeated in this era at all. So I love heels. I'm going with Hot Rod. Exactly. The man told Mr. T he wears more chains than his ancestors. How can they not go with Roddy Fike? Fuck. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm offended by that a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> That's almost as funny what New Jack said in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. There's a group up there, up in Dashville called the NAACP or some or other. And I say, the hell with them homegrown monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, <laughs> the next matchup, we got Andre the Giant versus Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Let's start with you, Justin. Who you got? 
What were the choices again? We got uh, Andre the Giant and Jimmy Superfly. I'm going to have to go with Snooker on this one. What about you, Martin? Andre. Andre, okay. Champ? Got to go with the eighth one of the world, Andre the Giant. Cliff? Uh, I'm going with a man who could sit down and drink 30 beers in one setting, and that wasn't Jimmy Fly. So I'm going to go with Andre as well. <laughs> Um, I, I got Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Uh, what about you, JJ? Andre the Giant is my pick. Idol? Andre. Alright, looks like Andre moves on. I don't think much Jimmy probably could, but it might result in, um, murder. <laughs> got a point. <laughs> Damn. I just want to put out there, me personally, I've yet to look at this bracket till just now. Um, I didn't know I was actually hosting this till about five minutes before we got on the air. So <laughs> if I have my reactions when I, before I read this, it's because I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, geez, why would they do this to us? Um, <laughs> Cliff so, and geniusness. <laughs> the next, <laughs> this next matchup, jeez, man, Jake the Snake versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. This is unfair. This is unfair. This is so unfair. What the hell? We voted this. Like, we 100% voted this. I just want people to know that. Yeah, that, 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 we know it's going to match up like this. Jesus Christ. And this is just the first round, ladies and gentlemen. This is just the first round. So, all right, so Jake the Snake versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, I'll start it off. Um, I got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I don't like my vote, but it's I got to pick one. So I, uh, yeah, I got the dragon. Go ahead, JJ. Steamboat Willie. There we go. <laughs> Idol. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the dragon. You you can't beat those three matches with Flair he had at the end of the decade. Uh, Justin. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Wow, it's gonna be a clean sweep, Martin. It's not gonna be a clean sweep. You're going for the whole decade. The whole decade, Snake has been consistent. You can't just go off the last the last couple of years. Snake. Champ? Jake the Snake was one of the most methodical guys that had one of the best promo games in the 80s. you got to go with the Snake, especially his feud with Randy Savage along with The Undertaker. Come on, fam. Cliff? Yeah, I'm going with Jake the Snake as well. So is that is that a, is that was it? Nah. So Ricky moves on. We had four votes for him. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, that was hard. That was hard. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. That was hard. So the last first round matchup for the 1980s bracket, we got Dude Macho Man Randy Savage going against Bob Backlund. Champ, who you got? The fact that I heard a story that the reason why Savage's voice is that raspy because he smokes so much weed, I got to respect the man for that. Plus, he had a great <laughs> career in the 80s. So, ooh, yeah, the macho man. Dig it. All right, we got one for the macho man, Cliff. Ooh, yeah, brother. That's two. Oh, the macho man. <laughs> two for the macho man. <laughs> Idol. Macho man. That's Hands three down. for the macho man. <laughs> JJ, the Macho Man Savage. I think that's already a winner, but we'll keep going. I got five for the Macho Man. What about you, Justin? 
Yeah, Macho Man, 100%. Sex for the Macho Man! <laughs> Do we get that clean sweep? Do we get the clean sweep? Come on, Martin, don't make me mad, man. Now, I'm going to take this to an extra level. You know, I, I, I gotta like a man that, you know, talks about meat. So, Macho Man. <laughs> Let's go. I love it. This is a good way to end off the the first round for the 80s bracket, man. So we're going to move on to the next decade, and that is the wonderful 1990s. And we have here first round matchup for the 1990s. We got... Literally the man that probably put wrestling on his back in the 90s, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin going against Davey Boy Smith. Ha! I got, I got Stone Cold. Uh, <laughs> we don't need to act idle who he got, because we already know that's it. We already know who his vote is, but go ahead. What's your vote? Stone Cold. All right. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking obsessive fan. Go ahead. <laughs> Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. All righty. <laughs> Martin. <laughs> Austin 316. Anybody who says otherwise, you, you just hang up. Hang up. Oh, <laughs> uh, so cold. So cold. 100%. Champ. I'm going to stomp a mud hole in you and walk and drive you both for anything but other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cliff? I'm going to I'm gonna vote for the man who called my other vote a uh, piece of trash and get him out of his ring. So I'm going to go with Stone Cold, too. There you go. A clean sweep for the, uh, for the Texas Rattlesnake. Next matchup. Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fail. Fail. What? Going one one with Mick Foley. Oh my God! Go ahead, uh, <laughs> Martin. You can start this one. Who was it again? Foley versus who? Bret Hart. Oh Jesus! His foul. Okay, people, you can't see this, but my man's face is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Trying to use logic. Don't hurt yourself, Brett. Don't it's it's, it's got to be Brett for the, the longevity, the longevity of being on the ma- at the, the forefront. So Brett, alrighty, Justin. Yeah, you got to go Brett Hart in this one. Cliff, I'm gonna take the execution, uh, excellence of execution, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Champ. As much as Mick Foley was a god in Japan and in WCW, Bret Hart was a bigger guy in the 90s in WWE, both in tag team and singles. You got to go with the Hitman. Idol? Hitman all the way. JJ? Brett. Brett. Now, um, no disrespect to Mick Foley. Mick Foley is, is you know, the hardcore icon. He's a, he's a legend in itself. But if you're putting him up against Bret Hart, uh, each. Like Champ said, you know, Bret Hart, Tag Team Championships, World Championships, you, you name it. Bret Hart is, you know, the best there is, the best there was, the best ever will be. Maybe he took himself too seriously, but that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, Bret Hart has my vote. <laughs> uh, oh, this is easy. Next uh, matchup, Shawn Michaels versus Lex Lugor. Um, we all know my obsession over the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, 
So Shawn Michaels gets the dub. We can skip over the next one. So next matchup. Um, okay, let me not do that. All right, who you got, uh, JJ? Shawn Michaels or Lex Luger? I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. Boy toy. All right. Idol. Um, going with HB Shizzle. HB Shizzle? Martin? HBK. Easy. Shawn Michaels. 100%. I'm going with a man who would, in the future, eventually kick a dude in the face named Stan. Uh, I'm also going with Shawn Michaels. I just kicked Stan. (laughs) That's one of my favorite HBK moments. I, (laughs) I can watch that. That whole segment over and over and still die laughing. But what, who, who you got, champ? Outside of his uh, in-ring accomplishments, the fact that this dude, HBK, sat in the middle of a ring drinking a whole bottle of Jack Daniels, playing poker and smoking cigars, he's all right with me, HBK. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Kevin Nash versus Triple H. Fuck! <laughs> Battle of the quads right there, my guy. Oh, Yo. This is easy. Kevin Nash versus Triple H. You guys five seconds right now to get your thoughts together. Alright. One, two, four, five. You're good? Alright, well then who you got? Who you got? Nash. <laughs> what? Nash. Easy. Okay. Again, okay, we got nineties was champion. Yeah. Made of huge waves with the jump over to WCW. What was Triple H doing? Getting squashed by Ultimate Warrior and be someone's backpack lackey? Oh. He's not, he's not wrong. He's got a point. He's not wrong. He's not, like, and that's the thing. He's not wrong. Oh, wow. You got me thinking now. I might change my vote. Uh, champ. Uh, not only the points that, that Marty just made, but also Triple H really didn't get going until early 2000s. So technically, he, he wasn't yeah. relevant in the 90s. So Kevin Nash. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. yeah. very true. Cliff? Um, also, not only to their points, right, but only one person played Super Shredder, okay? So I am going to <laughs> Justin? After, after all their comments, you know, made me think, too, yeah, I know you got to go with Nash on this one. Kevin Nash. Idol? Yeah, Triple H didn't mean shit in the 90s. So, Kevin Nash. Yeah. JJ? I've had a change of heart. I knew you would. (laughs) After some persuading, um, Nash wins. Triple H gets buried for once. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's that's crazy. Insane. That's wild. That's wild. Funny, when I looked at this, I didn't think it'd be a clean sweep for Kevin Nash. But it is a clean sweep for Kevin Nash because I got Kevin Nash. Um, I thought it would be the other way around, but <laughs> Martin makes a great it point. Was the two thousand? Yeah, I, no, you're right. If it was the two thousand, yes, Triple H was a different story. Correct. Right. But Correct. It's a nine. Got to stick within the decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. That's 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 uh, wow. All righty, we will move on. Matchup though, good God, dude, this next matchup. Yeah, right. <laughs> this next matchup. Oh shit! I didn't even know it. Oh, the Undertaker versus Scott Hall. Damn. 
Oh, I got this. This is good. This is fine. <laughs> All right, Cliff, who you got? Um, as much as I do love Razor Ramon, The Undertaker in the '90s was just on a whole nother level. So I'm going to be taking Taker. You got Taker, Justin? Yeah, I got Undertaker as well. Idol. Yeah, I, I'm going with uh, Undertaker. He beat Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold for WWE championships in that decade. Taker. JJ? The Undertaker. Champ? Everybody knows, like, my favorite wrestler of all time is The Undertaker, and that's not going to, that's, that's going to be one of the main reasons why I'm picking The Undertaker. Also, the man was just dominant that entire decade. That's why it was called a decade of destruction. So, Undertaker. Martin? You're really asking me this question. Of course, it's Undertaker. Yeah, okay. So, clean sweep for The Undertaker, because my vote is The Undertaker as well. Next. Wow, okay. How is this possible? Um, <laughs> Goldberg versus Ric Flair. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Who wants to start this one off? Who's volunteering to shoot? Yeah. Um, <laughs> God. Go ahead, Cliff. You got Yo, it. I'm just, I'm still laughing about this matchup and how it felt, held the pieces, and now everybody else is shocked by the way that, <laughs> like, the voting went. Um, yo, Ric Flair was a main event player in the 90s. He had a great career. He also cut Justin's favorite promo of all time. Well, Chris's favorite promo of all time. But the reason I started watching the Monday Night Wars as hard, hard as I did was because of one man, and I'm going to go with that one man. I'll probably be the only vote. I'm taking Goldberg. Oh, wow. Okay. Martin? Flair. Flair held up WCW for all of the 90s and everything like that. was a huge foil for the NWO. Um, four Horsemen. You know, he had that one uh, the one year stunt in WWF uh, as champion, like initially. So he held up the business for the ten years. So sorry, Goldberg player. Justin. Yeah, right <coughs> I got a red one. Going with Flair, champ. Goldberg had three good years in the nineties that built him up. Flair had ten. Sorry. Ten outweighs three. Ric Flair. Alright. Idle? Yeah, I gotta go with the Nate. Mm. JJ? I, I love Goldberg, but I love Ric Flair more. I don't like Goldberg. Well, I, I, there, I've I, always I said I don't like Goldberg. No, I don't like Goldberg, period. I don't like Oldberg. I, I just don't that. like Goldberg. It wasn't my cup of tea. Never was. <laughs> I just don't like Goldberg. So there's my vote. Ric Flair. <laughs> my <laughs> personal. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about this matchup. Cliff, you oh. son of a bitch. <laughs> Cliff, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, these, these matchups are going to get harder because 
now it's our childhood going into yeah. young adulthood. So we were definitely there for it. So like hardcore yeah. So with that being said, we have Sting going up against Owen Hart. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Who you got, uh, Idol? Stinger. JJ? Stinger. Justin? Stay. Martin? Sucks to suck. Sorry, but sing. Champ? I love Owen Hart. King of the Ring had one of the funniest and great characters in the 90s, but Sting was on another level in WCW, so I'm reluctantly going with Sting. Uh, I'm right there with you, champ. I'm reluctantly going with Sting as well. Uh, what about you, Cliff? Yeah, um, as much as I want to be like the guy who held up the slam, he just said, I want to thank me, none of you people. <laughs> Sting got over it without saying a word yep. for a year. So Sting is the man for me. Alrighty, so Sting moves on with a clean sweep. And the last matchup in the 1990s bracket for the first oh, round, fam. we got <laughs> Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, going one-on-one with the great one. He is The Rock. I think this is a clean sweep, honestly, but we shall see. Um, I got The Rock, you know, that's, uh, that's my cousin, so. What about you, JJ? If you smell... What the rock is cooking. You could have warned me before you yelled in my ear. You could have warned me. (laughs) I have no problem with you doing that, but you could have warned me. Who you got, (laughs) Idol? I'm going with the rock. Justin? I'm going to have to go with Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect, on that one. All right, Cliff. Um, I'm gonna have to go because The Rock's like bigger years kind of came in between like two decades, right? So like late '90s to like the early 2000s, but only one man had perfection, and I'm going to go with Kurt Henning. Champ. As much as I love The Rock, The Rock was even when he came as Rocky Maivia. And how he was able to transition and be as good as he was those final years of the 90s. Mr. Perfect was one of the greatest characters we've seen in wrestling. And he even parlayed that in his time at WCW. So I gotta go with Kurt Henning. I hate to do it, but I gotta go logically with Kurt Henning. (laughs) (laughs) This is a top breaker. This is to see where we go with this one. So, Mark, this one, you. Are we all tied right now? Yeah, we're tied. It's tied. Martin, it is on you, my guy. That pressure, fam. That pressure. So, (laughs) going off of past things that I've said and listening to the very well-made arguments, I thought I had this taken care of, but I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to go for flash in the pan, burst of energy at the end of the decade. I'm going to go long span. I'm going with Mr. Perfect. 
And ladies That's and an upset, though. It's an upset, Mister. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wrote down the rock. I thought it was going to be an easy one, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Oh, I appreciate that, though. I appreciate that. So, ladies and gentlemen, the rock is eliminated by Mister Perfect. He moves on, and we have finished the 1990s first round. And we are only halfway there. We're going to start off with the early two. Who the fuck did this? <laughs> you know who to blame. Yeah. All right. So for voting, get over there. All right. Sorry, folks. Um. So the. Oh man. We might get Chaz's first walk off uh, on this podcast today. All righty. So. The first matchup in the 2000s decade or bracket, we have Edge going against AJ Styles. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Right. You can start us off with this one. Let's use our heads. Let's, 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 let's throw it down logically. AJ started off the decade... Bouncing from promotion to promotion, trying to get signed before, what, 2002, 2003. Edge was already signed, had some injuries, but standardly mid-card. Um, and then they both kind of skyrocketed kind of at the same time, but one was so-called a big fish in a little pond, while the other one was starting rivalries with John Cena, main eventing pay-per-views, totally evolving his character now not taking away the ability from AJ Styles and being able to go from promotion to promotion to promotion and basically tear the house down, rebuild them back up and then set on fire again. Edge was making money and making names and making rivalries. I'm going with the radar superstar. Valid points. Idol. Oh, definitely edge. No, without question. Edge, we're talking this man revolutionized TLC, had classic rivalries with Cena, Undertaker. He reinvented himself as a rated R superstar, became the number one heel in the business for a hot period of time there. The stuff with Victor Guerrero, we're talking all of this in a 10-year span. Edge, yeah, he, he, the rated Champ. R superstar. Um. This was at a time where I was watching TNA somewhat frequently, and AJ was one of their top stars for a good part of that of the 2000s, the young babyface kid from Georgia. But I gotta agree with y'all, Edge. You could see his evolution right in front of our eyes, from the jokester to the serious to the conniving, all in a ten-year span. So I'm going with Edge. Uh, Cliff. I'm going with the man who started with the brood. Let's go, Edge. Justin? Yeah, you got to go with Edge. JJ? The rated R superstar, Edge. And we all know what Chaz's vote's going to be. It's not, actually, because, listen. What? It's not. Because, the world's ending. No, 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 because we got to remember, like I said, it is the 2000s, and... So this is this is right when, you know, I was watching wrestling as a kid. It's when I first got into it. Um, I remember clearly, vividly remembering the Edge and John Cena feud. 
Oh, I yeah. remember as a child hating the hell out of Edge, <laughs> wanting John Cena to whip that ass. And not to forget, Lita was also involved in that. Like, come on. It's yeah. Edge did, as like you said, Edge was making names. He was making a name for himself. The evolution, no pun intended, of Edge throughout that decade, you know, is, is amazing. Now, as well, I just also, when I got a little older, towards like 2008-ish, I think that's about now. Yeah, I think it's something like right. I started getting into you know watching TNA and AJ Styles was you know the first person I ever seen on TNA and I absolutely fell in love with you know AJ Styles. But like we say, the whole decade got to give it up for the man Edge. So I got there Edge. And so I just want to say, I just want to say, like what we say on our podcast, on my podcast, Lita can get the business. I'm just saying. Lita can. Yes, she can. She can get the business. Well, we all know. We, we, we know. We know, <laughs> Idol. We know you love Lita. We know. Mm-hmm. I was, I, 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 I was, I, I'm, I'm a Trish person, but hey, that, well, that's another, that's another debate you know, for another to topic. Exactly. Yup, yup, yup. To each their own. So we're going to move on. Next matchup. We got the master of the 619, Ray Mysterio. Going against Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Dam. Mm. Mm. Ugh, I, don't even know. I thought I had a pick, but I I gotta, you got a pick? Yep. Go ahead. Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam? Yep. Oh, <laughs> Justin, Justin, okay. surprise. Justin, who you got? <laughs> I got Ray. I got Ray. I got Ray. Come on, I got Ray Mysterio. This looks like it's going to be good. Mm. Champ, who you got? You gotta take into account that even when our ECW folded in 2001, Rob Van Dempster, one of the top guys, when he came in for the invasion angle, he was the only guy on the, on the alliance that was cheered. And then he still continued to get better and better and better. Ray has always been a consistent star, a consistent player, but his run didn't come until middle of the deck, of the decade. So I gotta go with Rob Van Dam. Got to go with Rob Van Dam. Cliff? Um, yeah, so, you know, this is great point that he came into the invasion. He was the only person that was being cheered by all means. But only one of those guys, okay, in this matchup, was heavily cheered, heavily promoted when he was getting ready to debut from his run in the early, uh, late 90s into 2000s. So I'm going to have to go with 619. There you go. I'm taking RV. I'm, t- I'm taking RVD. I'm taking Rey He's my favorite wrestler of all time. Like I'm gonna fucking pick Rob Van Dam. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The amount of got, extra that that was, man, was, that was extremely extra. <laughs> You're disgusting. Who, who you got, Idol? Okay, so this one's a little difficult because they basically. We're basically running at the same time, kind of, in WWE. I'm going to have to go with... I have to Ray go with Rey Mysterio. Like a break. I have to go with Rey Mysterio. Like that, uh, his, uh, his... Yeah, he just was consistent. Like, you know, looking O2, everything that he was doing with uh, Benoit and Angle, and then his run in the Cruiserweight division, his feud with Eddie in 05. Winning the world title at Mania in 06. That feud with Jericho he had in 09. 
kind of hard to beat. Ray, everyone loves Ray. Van Dam, Van Dam had more ups and downs than Ray. I feel like so. I'm going with Ray Mysterio. JJ, this is this is um this is really tough. Um, uh, I I'm gonna go with Ray. He was he was one he's one of my favorites. He's not my favorite, but he's one of my favorites. And I remember as a little kid having a mask going, booyaka, booyaka. I'm going with Ray. Yeah, I'm going with Ray. Where are we at on the vote? Is it is it tied? Is it on me? To break the no, tie? it's 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 four two. It's so, four two. Okay. Yeah, Ray Mysterio. Ray, Ray Mysterio going. Okay. Um. So you're free still, to state your opinion, rather if you win or lose. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> funny thing is this: um, both of those, uh, you know, I, I like both of them. Um, Ray did, ha- you know, throughout the whole decade, had more ups than downs. He was very consistent. Um, I do, I do have a special place in my heart for RVD. When he went against John Cena at One Night Stand um, and won the WWE Championship, but that was short lived. So I gotta go with Rey Mysterio. Um, let's see here. Next matchup, jeez, oh, man, God. Eddie Guerrero going against Triple H. Oh Lord, why did y'all do that? No, <laughs> no, mm. no. Ooh. I got my no. Have him go first. Ned, you gotta go first. Oh! You gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go first. Oh! Go ahead, JJ. Oh! Come on, JJ. Let's let's see the hurt feelings. Oh! Eddie Guerrero or Triple H? Oh, no. Put your in this. You have to say <laughs> only one answer. <laughs> oh! Oh, I'm actually crying. Oh God! Oh, oh my God! You are oh. a whole child. Oh. <laughs> hey, yo. Similac on his breath before he started. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. 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 You, did, Cliff. you brought a child to tears. Yes. <laughs> it's still real to you, ain't it? <laughs> God damn it, Clifford. Damn. You, and you, you need a moment. You, you guys blame me. He needs a moment. He needs a moment. He needs a moment. So go ahead, Martin. We're going to keep going. Um. I love Eddie Guerrero. I do. But if it, you know, it, we can't go on basis of what ifs. Impacts that were made by Triple H in the 2000s basically made and set the foundation for everything for the whole decade. All I have to say is two different things, DX and Evolution. It's Triple H. And I hate Triple H. I fucking hate him. Like, I cannot stand him as a wrestler. I all, completely overrated in Evolution and everything like that. The title should have been offered multiple times, but everything was done for a reason. He did his job right as a heel, and it set the foundation for the whole decade, not just for himself, but for other people. It's Triple H. What about you, Justin? Everything he said is 100% true. Like, he said, you can't say what if, so Triple H has said set the, the tone for the decade, so I'm going to have to go with Triple H. I love Eddie Guerrero. I love Eddie Guerrero, but you're going to have to go with, you're gonna have to go with Triple H. Champ? I would say Eddie, but unfortunately, because of his untimely passing in 2005, we only got 
not even five years of that decade with Eddie because remember he was let go for a period in that time, whereas Triple H was the constant for WWE in the 2000s winning championships upon championships. You can't forget about his, his teaming with Austin, the two-man power trip, evolution, then the rivalry he had with Randy Orton where his family got involved. I mean, anything that went on in the 2000s started with the game. So you got to go with the game. As much as I love Eddie, he didn't have enough body of work for the 2000s, unfortunately. I don't yeah, got to go with uh, Triple H uh, for all the reasons you guys said. Uh, plus, within that 10-year period, uh, for seven of those 10 years, Triple H had at least one world title reign. That's so, true. That's disgusting, and that makes me want to vomit. And you also have to think about the fact that in that 10-year time period, Triple H was out for a combined year plus with injuries and still had an impact. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody used to beat him over and, the head with a shovel. And he basically made top guys, Batista and Randy Orton, in that 10-year period. Um, I'm going to go with the man who drugged his future wife. So I'm going with Triple H. <laughs> That's the American dream right there. That's the American dream. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. Um. Uh, it's hard. Not to choose Eddie Guerrero. Um, Eddie Guerrero was like ball. Eddie Guerrero was probably at the time, you know, one of the best, you know, to ever step foot in the wrestling ring. But we can't focus on what ifs. Um, but like we all, like everyone has said, Triple H is, you know, he set the foundation for the, uh, that 2000s decade. Anything and everything went through Triple H. He, you know, DX, Evolution, it was. It's all Triple H. Triple H is that 2000s decade. So uh, my vote is Triple H. JJ, are you done? Are you okay? You want your mom? You want your mom? Well, okay, that's that sucks. So okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So um, I love Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero is one of the most charismatic superstars of that era. Um. But Triple H, uh, DX Evolution, um, he helped create Batista, Randy Orton, uh, the Reign of Terror. Terror, We can never forget that. I think it was best for business, the Reign of Terror. Everybody can fight me on that. Um, (laughs) I remember as a kid when Randy Orton um, uh, kissed Stephanie. And I was just like, oh my god, I hate Randy Orton. And, but and then I was like, I want Triple H to win. I remember that. Uh, but like you guys have all said, we can't focus on the what ifs. And Eddie's t- untimely passing in 2005, he doesn't have enough body of work. So Triple H is the winner. Triple H buries someone else. Oh wow, that's wow. Um, yo, that was funny. Um, you that was funny. Wanna, like, you said, that was deep. That was funny that you said that. You know, he buried him. He's, you know. Yeah. Shut up, Chess. Okay. <laughs> um, is that too uh, Oh, come on. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like... It's it's like it's too soon. You gotta relax. You gotta fucking relax, all right? <laughs> this, is, this is why you're gonna be forever alone. That, that okay. dark humor right there. You're gonna be forever alone. Just know that. I thought it, I thought that was funny. 
Alright, so we're gonna move on. Next matchup though, what the fuck? Yep. So this next matchup. We got the pain maker. Well he's not the pain maker yet, but we got Y2J Chris Jericho going one on one with the five time, five time, five time WCW world champion Booker T. I got Chris Jericho. I just Booker T and and you know I think he had what he had that one world title reign when he was on SmackDown that was the uh, King Booker. King Booker. Well, if we're if we're talking two thousands, you got to remember he was finishing up WCW, so captain of a pinky chip, I guess. Yeah. Being the title reign, but then you get dropped to mid card and then you flounder there, becoming Triple H's bitch for a WrestleMania, um, and then going nowhere. Um, versus, you know, Jericho, you know, who kind of had the same thing, was a bitch for a little bit, got the title reign, first undisputed world champion, then kind of floundered again, reinvented himself. I think, kind of like with Edge, I think Jericho had a better, even though it was up and down, better evolution. So, yeah. we're going to give the 2000s to Jericho. Jericho, yeah, same with Jericho. Justin? Yeah, Jericho, I mean... If we're all being honest here, Booker T didn't, in my opinion, his his character kind of died down after he had the King Booker gimmick, and after that, they didn't do anything else with him. So I'm gonna have to go with Jericho. Idol. Hmm. I mean, TNA still counts for Booker, and he had a good run in Booker with the main event mafia that's, and everything. But that's what I was thinking right there. But Jericho back with like Codebreaker. And the feud with Orton and everything else like that. That's the reinvention. That's when it started. Which I'm surprised for something else, but Jericho started all of that greatness in the 2000s. So yep. he ended the decade off with a bang. That's why Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Jericho. Mm-hmm. Champ. I said, Marty brought up the point that when Booker T left WWE and went to TNA, he, he he was, he was, he was, he was shining. He was shining. Main Event Mafia, it was dope. It was so, so dope and everything like that. But Jericho was so consistent and just like Edge, his character just evolved in front of our eyes from the cocky rock star to the humble guy to the cocky evil piece of trash kind of guy. He had great feuds. Can we all, can we, have we forgotten about the feud he had with CM Punk? Where he was trying to get CM Punk to drink alcohol? That wasn't, that wasn't like that 2011. Was that was that's the next decade. Yeah, that's next decade. Oh, well, either way, either way, even in the 2000s, he was a brilliant <laughs> guy. You gotta go with Jericho. Y2J. Yeah. JJ? Hulk Hogan? I'm coming for you. Okay, sorry. Okay, um, I'm going with uh, Chris Jericho. You just wanted to say that shit. I, 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 I really, I really did. I really did. I really did. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Y2J, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Oh man. What about you, Cliff? Yeah, I'm going to go with the first undisputed champion. I'm going to take Jericho as well. Take a sweep of Jericho next. Oh man! Fuck! Uh-oh. Oh, I don't even know what man. the bracket's looking like. I don't. I don't like his reaction. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Cliff. 
Hey. <laughs> Stop looking at me. I had you guys vote. We voted on this, and this is how the votes broke down. So don't be don't be shocked when you see how it played out. <laughs> the next matchup in the 2000s bracket, Randy Orton versus Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Look at Joseph's face. <laughs> He's like, he's like, yo, fail. <laughs> Odd. God damn. Oh. Who you got, champ? Look, I got Shawn Michaels ruled the 90s. We know this. Shawn Michaels didn't, wasn't a much of a part of the 2000s as Randy Orton was. Granted, Michaels came back in 2002 after he, no one thought he was coming back. No one thought he was coming back. But, <laughs> You gotta look at what Randy Orton did in the 2000s. He won multiple world championships. He had great feuds. All of that stuff. I'm sorry, HBK, and I'm, it's making me choke to say it, but I gotta go with Randy Orton on this one. Wow. <coughs> I, wow. So, uh, you're going Randy? Okay. Now, go, Martin, I think you're gonna, you, you and me gonna probably have the same, the same counter argument. So go ahead, Martin. Okay. So, HBK came back from four year career ending, uh, four year long hiatus, career ending injury in what, 2002 to join the NWO, instantly back in the main event spotlight to basically help put over Triple H as the new world heavyweight champion on Raw. That was 2000 and what, two? Yeah. From that point forward, even though he only won basically like what two different championships, the World Heavyweight Championship and a tag tag titles later on down the road, he was a focal point not only of Raw as a mainstay, but he was used to elevate everybody he was in the ring with. He may not have the title reigns to show that he was the player of the 2000s, but any other person on this list that was in the WWE at the time was uplifted by HBK in some way, shape, or form. doesn't matter if it's heel or face because of the tag team division or the singles division. HBK was the person WWE used to uplift everybody. Carlito, Chris Masters, John Morrison, The Miz, everybody. (laughs) HBK wins this one. Easiest vote of the day so far. Damn, that's easy. No, you thought this was easy. That was easier than the the, the racist Hogan or <laughs> <laughs> Cliff. Who you got? Um, you know it's funny because like when Randy first started off on the scene, I remember like he had injured a shoulder and he had those little promo packages where he's like, "I'm at sixty five percent, I'm at seventy two percent, I'm at eighty three percent," and I used to love those those promos. Cause I thought they were so funny. But the funny thing was, is at the same time, like, HBK was still the bar. Like, Orton was coming up, but HBK had stayed the bar, and he was the standard. Like, anytime you measured anything with, like, WrestleMania or even any other event, it was always, how did HBK do compared to, like, that person's match? So, for me, I have to go with the measuring stick. And plus, come on, man. He was in NWO. They brought back DX, like... They had your favorite segment on there of all time, Chaz, so you can Sand. talk about that. But Sand. for that, I'm going to take HBK. All right, y'all, all right. Make, y'all forced me to change my vote. I'm changing my vote to HBK because y'all made some great points. So, <laughs> goddammit, I'm changing my vote to HBK. 
Shit. One more quick thing before I I'll just get off my high horse with it. How many feuds did Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels have that made Orton look like a badass? I'm pretty sure it was uh, Shawn Michaels that got over the punt kick. Yeah. Because was okay. I think yeah. Because it was yeah yeah yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the encyclopedia. He can tell us. Yeah. 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 Uh, who was who was on? Uh, he was the first one, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. So, uh, Justin, who you got? I was gonna pick Orin, but you guys made some val. He made some valid points. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, you gotta go with Shawn Michaels on this one. So, yeah, I got Shawn. JJ, um, this is tough, but I have one thing to say, and that's WrestleMania twenty five. That can be two things, though. I mean, or in Wrestle Triple H, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that match doesn't compare. <laughs> yeah, no, the hell no. Right? That, that match does not compare to Michaels and um, Undertaker. Idol? Uh, Shawn Michaels built his Hall of Fame career in the 90s. Uh, in the 2000s, he was just there having fun, basically. Uh, Randy built his Hall of Fame career in the 2000s, so I'm going with Randy. I'll fight you on that one because no one remembers any of the WrestleMania matches that Randy did where you can talk about both Taker matches and Ric Flair's matches consistently to this day. Fight me. Yeah, the WrestleMania matches are the best ever, but Shawn Michaels was just there having fun. Randy was building his legacy. Shawn Michaels' legacy was already built in the 2000s. If he went in the Hall of Fame in, like, 2001, nobody would have disputed it because he ruled the 90s. He was just there having fun. Orton was building his career in the 2000s. God damn. I mean. <laughs> Jeez. I mean. But what year, was, what year was that Hell in Cell match that Taker and Sean had? Like, the first one. Uh, Taker and Sean? That was 97. That was 97. Okay. 97. I was like, man, because I could think of, like, all the events that Taker and Sean had. And I 25 and 26, obviously, we'll talk about with WrestleMania. But there's, like, there was a lot of feuds in there, man, that they all had. Where, um, wasn't Sean in that god-awful Armageddon match? Or was that, I'm not thinking of so many different, I don't remember. I I just remember Sean. Some of the Armageddon, the, the Hell in a Cell Armageddon match? Yeah. She was gone by then. That was Rikishi you're thinking of. Yeah, you're thinking about Rikishi. No, no, I I think of a lot of other people that weren't Rikishi, because I could recognize that fat ass. (laughs) I mean, yo, Rikishi kind of thick, though. I'm not going to lie, though. (laughs) I'm going to need you to stop talking about Rikishi's ass like you're interested. (laughs) Um, I think it's on me, right? Yeah. Um, All the points that have been made are valid points for both Orton and Sean, um, I gotta go with Sean. Sean is my yeah. Sean's my number one, my favorite wrestler of all time. Um, it was during this period where I first got into Shawn Michaels. Uh, like Cliff said, my favorite segment is when he kicks Stan. Um, <laughs> I went into school doing the crotch chop. I was doing the Shawn Michaels pose in you know in like the fourth grade and on recess on the top of the jungle gym. Like he, I, Sean, like yeah. Sean had, you know, the fuse that he had over that decade, we still talk about. 
Um, WrestleMania 25, you know, goes down as one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. Um, Absolutely. Orton, yes, Orton was building his legacy, his career, but it's when you put him against Sean, I, I got to go with Sean. So, Sean moves on, and we... <laughs> the Chris Benoit versus John Bradshaw Layfield, guys. Wait, what is it? Chris <laughs> Benoit versus John Bradshaw Layfield. Go ahead, uh, Martin. This is easy. This is easy. Benoit. Yeah. And the reason why I say Benoit is because even though he had that terrible thing that went down, built upon that, a lot of good things started happening for wrestlers. Now, granted, that's not wrestling aspect, but it was the impact, I believe, that had. Like, it was still an impact that has resonated throughout. Yeah, JBL was the longest SmackDown reigning world champion in 2003-2004, was used to build up Cena, but after that... He was what, a commentator. What? Yeah, he was a commentator. <laughs> he, he was and losing in a feud with, like, the Boogeyman and Booker T. I you know. remember that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, before then, he was, what, like, APA, and he went nowhere. They were jobbing out. So it was just like, yeah, JBL, like, became a staple for a blip. Benoit yes. was... J- JBL was hot for a year. Uh, <laughs> a year. A year. It was a year. Year. good year. Right. That it was, was a bad year because, you know, Brock had left, Goldberg had left, Austin was still gone. Um, everyone was left, and they needed a, a, a big heel, and he came up at the right time. Guerrero helps that and everything else like that. But just, I, I know we're not talking about what ifs when we went back to Eddie Guerrero, but with Benoit, it's how everything went down and how it lasted. Like, we're talking about Benoit in a different light, in a positive way, you know, not thinking about that one bad incident. Um, yeah. But yeah, so if we're going to go off wrestling still, too, though, Benoit just through and through, just fantastic. So, Benoit. Mm-hmm. Justin? Benoit. Benoit. Champ? I'm going to keep this very short and sweet. JBL, the only reason you were WWE champion for a year is because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Benoit all the way. The rabid Wolverine, one of the best wrestlers I've I've gotten to see in my lifetime. Definitely Benoit. Uh, Cliff? Um, I'm going to have to go with Benoit, too. He just had more memorable moments for me than what uh, JBL did. So, JJ? JBL had one good year, like you guys said. Benoit, easily, if we're just going to look at body of work. So, Benoit. Yeah. JBL, for me, uh, was a commentator at best. Um, he, he, <laughs> he's actually one of my favorite color commentators. Um, <laughs> so, but, yeah, we gotta go with, I gotta go with Benoit. So, Benoit, take the cake over JBL. I will say, say one quick thing, though. If it was reversed and Eddie and Chris were reversed, I'm pretty sure we would have still said Triple H and we per- we probably would still say Eddie. I think the reason why, you know, if it, Eddie was up against anybody else, he probably would have had a better chance to move on. 
since we're doing the post, you know, post Tumas thing, but Triple H was just groundwork. <laughs> so it was rough with those two. So yeah. And there, Cliff just retreated. So bye, he Cliff. He did. You had to go cry. You had to go cry. Yeah, that, that definitely, that definitely just happened. Um, alrighty then. So, we are going to, uh, move on here. And our next matchup is. Yo, fam. John Cena going one on one with Batista. Yo. I knew it. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. No, JJ walked off. <laughs> oh, this is easy. This one and the wow. next one are so easy. I don't know why. Okay, we're then Martin, out. start off. I hope we're having the same mindset here, Martin. This is easy. Okay. It is easy. You're talking, it is. That's his favorite wrestler of all time, so I can I understand that. He knows he's not, he knows he's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that's what that one is. I can tell oh, you that oh, one. Yeah. He, but, yeah, <laughs> he knew his feet. It's Cena. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think we can all, can we all mutually agree, John Cena? John Cena. No yeah, question. Yeah. No, Cena. no discredit from Batista because he right. had a great run in those. But Cena being the face. Here's the funny thing, though, guys. I was never this a is fan the funny of Batista, thing. So. But here's the funny thing, guys, is that they both skyrocketed to their heights. At the very same time. At mm-hmm. the very yep. same event. And it's like, how can you pick between the two? But I gotta agree with you. Cena far exceeded Batista because he went from the rapper gimmick to the never give up to the hustle loyalty respect. Batista was just Batista. Exactly. No, there, there's no character change at all from the time yeah. he started. He just so shaved his head. He retired. He left. <laughs> Even when he came back, it was it was he was boring. So John Cena, so much respect for John Cena. So you got to go with John Cena on that one. Yeah, yeah. So we all mutually agree. John Cena takes this one. No, just, no, no. That fruity pebble. Fuck no. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, are you going to choose Batista just because you know out of respect for your favorite wrestler? Go ahead. Go ahead. Say your opinion. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make your vote. Go ahead. I, I, listen, we're giving you the opportunity to go say Batista and make your point, even though it's invalid and you lost, but it's okay. <laughs> Batista. Batista, okay, you voted for Batista. Now, why are you voting for Batista? Because Batista ended the reign of terror. Batista was amazing. Do you not remember his uh, heel run in 2009, was it? That was pretty good. Yeah, but we're talking about one year. We could talk about one year, but do you remember this was the time before John Cena when his merchandise was blowing up, and we all thought it was cool that we were all we all wanted to be a part of the chain gang. And then looking back on it now, I'm like, how bad was that? (laughs) Like everybody wants to join Cena's chain gang, and now we talk about that. We've talked about he's the one that introduced like the new era for the spinner belt, the WWE title, like everything like came off of Cena, man, like. And even, like, when we were introduced to the draft for the first time and Chris Jericho stood there in the ring and he said, who's the number one pick for Monday Night Raw? Cena came, the pop. 
that he got. And remember, like blew off they, the roof. Yeah, and they moved Batista over to SmackDown, and guess what? He was just like, hey, cool. He's over here with you know everybody else. Cena, like, hey man, he held it down in two thousands. And if you don't like that, you can be like this pinwheel and blow me. All right, you know what? That was gay. That was very suspect. I don't care what y'all have to say. Coming from an ex, coming from an expert on gay, that was fucking gay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about if if we really want to compare it, though. I'm sorry to burst your bubble on Batista, but when Batista was injured versus John Cena was injured in this time frame. But he yeah. didn't even have a match at 25 because of his injury, if I'm not mistaken. Where John Cena, when he got injured, was supposed to be out for nine months to 13 months. He came back in what, three? Yeah, that was, that was from that's that super, so, that's that super soldier serum. He got that super soldier serum. Hey, I, I hated Cena with, with his Superman reign. I hated it because it, he literally was the Triple H at that time. But we're going off of what? Consistency. Yeah. And John Cena did it. So, John Cena. so we're going to move on to the last matchup in the 2000s bracket. And we have uh, so like, Joe going against Kurt Angle. This is easy. It's easy. I'm going Kurt, with Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Throughout any promotion, he was the guy. Yeah. Any brand, doesn't matter. Yeah, Kurt, Kurt Angle. Yeah, i go real quick. Who you got? I'm just a sexy Kurt. Sexy Kurt! I'll make your ankle hurt! Ankle hurt! Okay, yeah. Can we have that? Champ? Uh, again, this is around, the 2000s was around the time I was really watching TNA a lot, and Samoa Joe was one of their top guys in TNA along with AJ Styles. But guess who else was a top guy in TNA? Kurt Angle! <laughs> So I'm going with Kurt Angle. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Everybody's got the great point, man. I'm going with Kurt as well. Yeah. Uh, Justin. Easy, Kurt Angle. Hundred percent. Idol. Yeah, our Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. All right, so that's a clean sweep for Kurt Angle. Berta. So, ladies and gentlemen, that ends our 2000 bracket, and let's go moving on to the 2010 bracket. First matchup in this first round, we have the man that claims he is the best in the world going against the current AEW champion. That's CM Punk versus John Moxley. I got CM Punk. CM Punk. JJ? Punk. Justin? Punk. Uh, Martin? Summer of Punk. Pipe bomb. Not that. (laughs) Champ? Exactly. Punk. And Cliff? So, I'm going to go with the man who brought in the shield, CM Punk. Exactly. So, moving on. We got uh, the A-lister going one-on-one with Finn Balor. Uh, <laughs> I got the Miz. Okay. I, I got the Miz. Some, it, Miz is he gets he gets a lot of bad rap, but the Miz is entertaining. The Miz can when needs to step up, Miz steps up. 
Um, he beat John Cena at WrestleMania. So, oh, there's God. that. Um, <laughs> so did the Undertaker. Undertaker squashed him. He nah, buried him. I don't, I don't count it as an actual match. But it happened. JJ, who you got, Miz or Finn Balor? Um, I'm going with Finn because for the club, baby. Well, that's respectable. All right. Uh, item? Mmm. That's tough. I'm going to have to go with... I have to go with The Miz, man. Anything that they give him, he makes it work. And he's done that. He did that the whole decade. He's still doing that now. Anything you give The Miz, he makes it work. Justin, Marty, I gotta I go say, Marty, I want to go out before Marty because I know Marty's got. I want to see if I make the same point he's gonna make. But go ahead, yeah. sorry. I, I got another talk. I gotta go with the Miz. Go with the Miz, all right, Cliff. Um, I honestly, man, I damn it, this is tough. I like the Miz work. Um, and you're right. Anything that the Miz gets, like he makes it work, right? But to be honest, we talk about the Bullet Club. Still, one man started the Bullet Club, and that man he was he was it, holding. He make it pop. Hey, hey, man! Regardless of how it is, he's the father of it, man. So he did it, and you know, I love you know it was. And let's be honest, this is actually your fault because I started watching New Japan Pro Wrestling because of you and Marty telling me to go watch. So I go back to these years where I haven't been watching and I'm seeing these incredible matches. And I know Miz was main event in WrestleMania at the time, but consistently, man, yo, Finn was the man. So I'm, I'm, and then he came to NXT and yo, skyrocketed NXT. So I have to go with Finn. Right then. Champ. Uh, I got to agree. I mean, his years in new Japan were awesome. He also, like, I mean, the Bullet Club, creating the Bullet Club, which is still a thing to this very day. Let's not forget that, people. Bullet Club is still a thing to this day. And then he came to NXT, and next thing you know, he became, he becomes up until last week, the longest reigning NXT champion in that brand's history. And he elevated the NXT championship. Then he goes on the main roster. And if it wasn't for a shoulder injury, he'd have probably had a very good run as universal champion after SummerSlam. He was amazing, still is amazing. Finn Balor for me, nothing against Miss, but Finn Balor. All right, Martin. The Miss's work ethic cannot be underestimated it can't be undervalued that man is a workhorse i will say that first and foremost um but the miz can't i will disagree with you on this the miz can't handle everything that's thrown at him because he cannot be a face character to save his life for fuck's sake he is boring where (laughs) finn can be Everything he got over as a face. He is one of was one of the best heels in New Japan. Started the Bullet Club. So just on you know, and then the consistency of them both is just fantastic. Um, it's Finn. It's Finn. So is this? Did Finn end up winning? Yeah, everybody voted. So yeah, yeah everyone voted. Finn That's it. Finn Balor wins. All right, so Finn Balor moves on. Ooh. Our next matchup, we have. 
<sighs> the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins, going one-on-one with the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. Who you got, Martin? This is hard. Because if we're going based on consistency, Rollins was doing things in Ring of Honor and on the indie scene that made him basically want to be gotten by WWE. And he basically helped set up NXT, which is probably, in my opinion, the best brand that the States have. Um, well, Nakamura was holding it down in New Japan, having clinics with so many good people, um, Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, you know, Finn Balor, all those people. Uh, but based on consistency of everything, uh, Seth had a better a better decade. By like a smidgen, so I'm gonna say Seth. All right, champ. I have to agree with Martin. As much as Nakamura was a big rock star in Japan and had such great matches and great title runs in New Japan, Seth, his work of Ring of Honor and the Indies and then in NXT and then in WWE and the constants and the the evolution of himself going from, you know, Tyler Black to, to the good guy Seth Rollins to the shield Seth Rollins to the backstabbing Seth Rollins. Yep. Winning championships upon championships and just delivering, I gotta go with Seth as well. But as as Martin said, it's a very, very, very small margin of why I picked Seth over Nakamura. It's very small. What about you, Cliff? Um, I'm gonna have to agree. Uh, I it's it's slim, but I'm gonna lean towards Seth. Justin, Seth. That's that's an easy choice for me, honestly. Seth Rollins. Idol. Man have the greatest cash in ever. Facts. That is that's true. That, that, that's facts. Hundred percent the greatest cash in ever. I see the century. Yeah. Um. I'm going with Seth. He had the better decade. It's just uh something about Nakamura when he got to the states and was part of the NXT WWE. Something just never clicked over here. I don't know what it is. It never clicked for him. So, I'm going to go with Seth. Yeah, uh, same, uh, my same point I was going to make. Uh, Nakamura, New Japan, can't touch him. Could not touch him at all. Nakamura but, is the reason I was watching New Japan. Exactly. But when, once Nakamura, you know, got off that plane and stepped foot in Orlando, it just, something was off. Dick but, puncher. I mean, he did good. I mean, Nakamura did really, really good in NXT, but when he got to the main roster, well, it, well even in NXT something was missing. Even, yeah. but even in NXT something was something was off. He did good down there, but he wasn't New Japan Nakamura. Something didn't translate, yeah. and of course <laughs> on the main roster, <laughs> it, that whatever that was, it didn't translate. It didn't translate. Even in NXT, something was off. I wouldn't blame him if he wants to leave WWE once his contract is up. I mean, I feel like he should. There's nothing for him to do with WWE anymore. That's that's just my opinion. Oh, but no, he's, he's very happy. Yeah, he hey, left New Japan. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. He left Japan to come to, to <laughs> WWE because he, he was like, yo, I heard this is easy wrestling and it's good money, so I'm going to take the money. 
Ed moved, his, Ed moved his family. He moved his family. To I, see, I didn't know that. Families live, his family is here in the States. Oh, yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He, right. yeah, he, ain't going nowhere. he yeah. loves he loves surfing too much. And, yeah, once he became Dick Puncher, once he became Dick Puncher Nakamura, like, the heel turn was great at, like, literally the day of the heel turn. And then it went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think we all mutually agree Question. that. Takes it. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Was it Nakamura that was great in NXT? Or was it like a case with Bobby Roode? Was it his theme song? Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay. Okay, that's when the NXT events I went to down in Jacksonville. Like, people were chant like, the, the, he was over... But uh, you gotta think, was it because of the, the violin and the music? Because that was a banger. It's a banger yeah. of music. Okay, now that boy pod. You pod now. Okay. <laughs> that boy pod. Mm. So that boy pod. Yeah. That oh, boy pod. That just has me thinking. Stop saying that. That makes me sick. <laughs> oh my, Seth. No, <laughs> no, but we got, I got, yeah, no, Seth Rollins. Seth, Seth yeah. yeah. You want Seth as well? Oh, oh my, Seth. my Seth. Oh my, Seth. <laughs> um, just going to keep. Uh, I don't wow. know if you guys saw right. my lips, but that was gay. <laughs> Next, we have. Oh man, we have Kenny Olivier going one on one with Kevin Owens. God damn it! I mean, so yep, Kenny Omega. Can I, can I go first? Versus Kevin Owens. You want to go first? So Ko is going against Ko. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Okay. Oh. I'm letting my bias in 100% on this. Fuck Kenny Omega, that overrated piece of fuck. I'm going with Kevin Owens. Wow. 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 How do you really feel? Oh, so, that, we got to vote for Kevin Owens. What about you, uh, Idol? Yeah, you already know my vote, Chaz. I know. Kevin. I know. Yeah, I know. Kevin Owens, I know. There we go, Idol. Love it. <laughs> That's the Kenny Omega hate train over here. Um, what about you, Justin? <laughs> uh, I love Kenny Omega, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Martin? Oh. Can, can we hear him? I can't hear him. I can't either. It might. I was muted. I apologize. I'm breaking, <laughs> I'm breaking it. I'm saying Kenny Omega, holding it down in New Japan, um, having classics yeah. with so many greats over there, and then having the balls, the balls, and gumption enough to walk away from easy for sure money and coming over to help start a brand new promotion in an area that does not know him as well as Japan does or uh, a lot of indie circuits. Taking that big risk because now he's not the he's not the top dog in his brand. He's starting can fresh over with big names like Jericho and Ambrose in the states. So big, and that was at the end of his year. So I'm giving it to Omega. Champ, Blech. I gotta agree with Martin, man. I mean, he was the he was the man in, in New Japan. I think he was one of the biggest shocks when he kicked AJ out of the Bullet Club and took over Bullet Club which really shocked a lot of New Japan fans and Bullet Club fans. And he ran with the ball. He had great matches with with Okada. I mean, that three-match series with Okada is one stuff of legends, bro. 
So, and then he comes to the <laughs> States and takes a big gamble on himself, joining AEW at the tail end of the, two, uh, of the 2010s, and is doing well. So, as much as KO was a darling in the Indies, Kevin Steen, Die Steen, like Die Steen, Die, fights, kill Steen, kill, I mean, and all that, gotta go with Kenny Omega, the cleaner. Cliff? Yeah, so only one person has broken Dave, well, I'll be honest, two people have broken Dave Meltzer's rating system, you know, and one of those, the other person is going to be on this list as well. However, I became a Kevin Steen fan and watched him just continually tear it up on the indies and then watched him through Ring of Honor. And when he came to NXT, like, it was, I knew what was going to come. And so did WWE, apparently, because they strapped a rocket to him. He did everything. That powerbomb on Sami Zayn right off the jump, like, come on, man. Like, as much as I like Kenny Omega and his work ethic that he has, KO was untouchable at one point in time. And I still feel like he's he was the man all through uh, 2010, so my vote's for Kevin Owens. Yes, Cliff. Air high five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I guess, uh, well, that's 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 a win for KO, isn't it? Yes. Um, I'm Kenny gonna go with Kenny or Kevin Owens. I'm going with Ke- uh, Kenny Omega. It um, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Omega. Um, I, I he got me. He got me. You know, and the New Japan really. Um, it was the cleaner. Um, I watched New he Japan here and there. The VP Um, I get, you know, I, I watched a little bit because of AJ Styles and he was in the Bullet Club as well, but it was the cleaner, man. It was the cleaner that really got me hooked on New Japan, and. What is with that stank face up there? Someone needs to I clean don't. his existence. <laughs> <laughs> that stank face, it's like you farted or you took a whiff of it, man. <laughs> hey, listen, the funny thing is this, I, if. This man legitimately hates Kenny Omega. Everything about it, it's 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 always anything Kenny Omega. You can always bet that he's gonna stink on it and just shit on it. So this is uh, that was that's that's expected. But yeah, I got Kenny Omega. Um, are there certain things that Kenny does that I don't like? I don't like the jazz fingers. Does he prance a little bit? Yes, but I enjoy Kenny Omega's work. He's gay as fuck. <laughs> like, yes, he is. But <laughs> I do enjoy Kenny's work. Um, so I got to go with... Kenny does donate a lot of money, like video game organizations and everything else like that, because he's such a video, huge video game fan. He goes that, down yep. to uh, Orlando to CEO competitions with Xavier Woods and everything else like that. So cool little sidebar about him. I know you hate him, Idol. I'm sorry to promote him, but suck a dick. And he's... I think he's romantically uh, linked to Riho, I believe. Oh, God. oh my God! I thought it was Coda. I thought it was a No, I think I think Kenny Omega and Riho are, are a thing. We're not gonna stop. I hate I hate everything about Riho. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut the hell up! We're not gonna well, get to that. I'm, I'm gonna blow a gas. Yeah, let's go to our next matchup. Because I'm gonna blow a gas if we have to talk about Riho. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Next matchup. Whew, I gotta take a. Whew. Oh, man. 
AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. AJ Styles, hands down. AJ. Um, AJ. AJ. Um, Kofi had pretty much a good, like, nine months, even though he did have, like, a lot of tag team titles with New Day, but it's like Kofi or AJ. It's AJ. AJ's way higher. It's, it's not even close. Uh, go AJ's body of work. Oh, like, AJ, Kofi, all the way down Kofi's there. Kofi's consistent. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kofi's consistent. He, oh, was consistently, he was consistently floundering in the mid and lower card. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Not only... Do you also, when you talk about AJ in the 2010s, you still got to also include his run in TNA as well as his run in New Japan. That's why he made Ring of Honor to New Japan to WWE. Right. Yeah. In the 2000s. All of those and one top goal in all of those promotions. AJ Styles without question. You don't want none. Exactly. We yeah, still remember Styles. that Royal Rumble where he debuted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Came so, three. Because if y'all didn't mark out then, then you're not real wrestling fans. So. I legitimately cried when AJ oh debuted. Oh, my God. This man chat. I did. I'll never forget. I was in my college dorm room. I had all my friends, so they didn't watch, they hadn't watched wrestling in years, and they were so confused on why I was legitimately bawling. When that man <laughs> you were bawling. You were bawling for a southern white man. Exactly. <laughs> you were questioned. Oh, I, 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 I believe that. I totally believe that, and I'm okay with that. Like my, <laughs> it, threw, it threw me off when he came out number three. I was like, because Rusev came out too. I was like, oh, okay. I thought Styles, because yeah, I thought everyone knew everyone. Everyone thought Styles would come out second. That's at least that's what I thought. And it threw me off when he came out third. I was like, oh, all right. You know, I was happy to see that. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to our next matchup, and that is ooh, wow, okay. Daniel Bryan going one on one with Say say your nickname for him. Say your nickname. Big Daddy Roman. <laughs> so Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. What kind of fuckity fuck shit is this? <laughs> hey, wait, can I can I, can I can I this one? What you got, champ? Oh my god! <sighs> why do why do I have to be the one that has to start with this shit? Right. <laughs> I mean, D. Bride, man, D. Bride. The beginning of this decade, that of uh, this decade here was was doing it up in the Indies and ROH. Then he came to WWE. It was part of the original NXT. Uh, got legendarily fired for choking Justin Roberts out with a tie. That's pretty epic. Uh, then turns around, wins the U.S. title, uh, then wins Money in the Bank, wins the world title, loses it in 18 seconds at WrestleMania. But through it all, he's been so consistent. Even, but the problem is that he lost a couple years of, of the decade because of injury. Whereas Roman has been there despite missing a couple months due to leukemia treatment, but Roman has been there. Boom, boom, boom. But I'm gonna have to go with Daniel because Daniel's work far exceeds what Roman's done because Roman's just been a WWE product, whereas D. Bride is a wrestling product coming up 
to where he is now, whereas Roman is just it's a WWE product that they strapped a rocket to his ass and sent it to the moon. So I'm going with Daniel Bryan. Goddamn Samoans, you gotta love them, right? <laughs> what about you, Justin? Who you got? I got Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Idol? Uh, Daniel Bryan started the decade hot, ended the decade hot. Going same. with Daniel Bryan. Same, same. I, I got Daniel Bryan as well. Cliff? Yeah, I got, um, I got Daniel Bryan. I mean, just, even though, like, he, he'd been there, he'd missed a couple years. Remember, like, Roman, you know, being at FCW, like, that was, like, what, like, 2012, 2013? So, I mean, like, yeah. the first couple years of 2010, 11, and 12, like, he wasn't there. Daniel Bryan was setting it off. So, I have to go with DB. Martin? It's insulting that this is even on here. <laughs> it's Daniel Bryan. <laughs> okay, so I guess this is a mutually agreed on Daniel Bryan, right? Sorry, Big Daddy Roman. Yeah, so Daniel <laughs> Bryan <laughs> takes the win. All right. Oh, wow. We got the next this next matchup. We got Adam Cole. Bang, bang, bang. I love how we all did that. Thank you for that. And going against a bad man. Oh, no. <laughs> going against a bad man, and that's Tanahashi. So, with that being said, <laughs> I'm going with that bad man, Tanahashi. All right, you want me to go? Go ahead. That bad man. That brother, Tanahashi. He's legit. Boy. He's a legit stud. He's a star. Uh, nothing against Adam Cole. That brother got it all. But Tanahashi is a bad brother. That's a man on a mission. Oh, man. That Stephen A, <laughs> that Stephen a impression is glorious. Go ahead, uh, Idol. Yeah, Tanahashi, man. The first ever New Japan match I ever saw was him versus Okada. And it was fantastic. Oh, oh those so are too bad, man. And even now, finishing off the decade, Tanahashi can still go. He's still out there killing it. I'm going with Tanahashi, man. Cliff? Yeah, I'm, I, you guys have already, like, stated your points by screaming into the microphone. But I'm just going to go with Tanahashi. <laughs> Justin, are you okay? You're like, you're going through it, my guy. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm going to go with Cole. Adam Cole. On this okay. One. Martin? That's clear uncut white privilege there for not having an answer that you're not educated with, but sure. Um, we can go with the guy who can still get it. <clears throat> Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Champ? I like Adam Cole. Baby, I love this work in, in Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm loving what he's doing in NXT. That's all, all, all good stuff. But they don't call Tanahashi the ace for nothing, fam. Mm -hmm. They don't call him the ace for nothing, fam. I got to go with Hiroshi Tanahashi. So Tanahashi takes the, uh, takes the dub on that one. And we're in our final first round matchup. Oh, this and, was oh buddy. This was this, easy. This is it's a good one. This is a match I actually would uh, you know wouldn't mind seeing in real life. This is easy. But uh we got uh Mr. Super John Cena here going against another oh. bad 
that man. And that's uh, Okada. All I got to say is Okada for the win. All day, every day. I don't care what anybody says. Okada. Who you got? I already know who you got. Don't even go for it. Wait, I know wait, you wait, 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 wait. Who you got? Say it one. Listen here. Say it one more time for me, for the people that don't understand. Say it. <clears throat> That bad man, Okada. Woo! <laughs> Jesus. Ooh, Okada, it is. Oh, man. All right, who you got, Martin? When I first saw the bracket, this one was a hard one for me. And then I, I kind of took a step back, and I really just looked at, again, the consistency if Cena didn't trail off at the end of the decade, yep. I probably would have said Cena. But Okada has consistently put out bangers, whereas in Cena just... Nah, 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 nah. And plus, this is the decade where he was banging Nikki Bella, and that's trash, so he's automatically disqualified. So. Oh, oh, okay, now that'd be fine. Nikki yeah. Bella ruined a, purple, a perfect yeah. WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Because I want to have kids. Go ahead, uh, Idol. Ah. Go ahead and say it. The bad man. No, no. I, as much as I want to pick Okada, you, I, I'm, I'm going with Cena. Cena you. carried WWE on his back. <laughs> You're fired. Vince is as yeah. rich as he is right now. You know, with these Saudi deals and all that, thanks to the work that Cena was putting in, I got to go with Cena. What about you, champ? I already mentioned this before with the three-match series that he had with, with Omega. He's put on great match after great match. He's just been the consistent. So I got to go with Renika Okada Kanuka. Oh, man, I love it. What about you, uh, Justin? I'm going to go with John Cena on this one. <laughs> Y'all are fired. You lost, you should feel bad, and you should be ashamed. <laughs> Did you not understand the point of us saying that's a bad man? No, no, I, I understood it. I understood it, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This man said go. Cena. <laughs> Cliff. <laughs> Let them know. Tell them one time. What is it? Go ahead. Tell them, tell them, it's, tell them it's the bad man. So let's start this off first, right? I I agree with Marty how this worked out. Like it was a tough decision for me because looking at the matchups, right? And you're talking about a, a decade of excellence among two legends, right? And when you look at Cena, Cena's like obviously at WrestleMania moment after WrestleMania after WrestleMania. But on the flip side. I had to think about it. If John Cena was in Japan, would he have the same success? Because I have to think about how Okada would have been in WWE. Judging by Okada's style of wrestling, I think he would have transitioned better than what John Cena would have done in Japan. And that's why I think I'm going to go with the bad man. Yes! Okada. <laughs> I like how we both like with the unison. <laughs> we did not. I think that's that brother thing. That's that. That's that sibling telepathy bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man. That. <laughs> Alrighty. So that's the end of the first round for our 
greatest wrestler of all time. So we're going to go right back up to the 1980s, switch gears. Jeez. So. Time traveling. Yeah, time traveling, (laughs) back in time. So we got, for our second round, Dusty Rhodes, right? Going against who? Who is it, Cliff? Rick Rude. It's Rick Rude, right? Yep. So we got Dusty Rhodes versus Rick Rude. Idol, who you got? Dusty. JJ. The American Dream. American Dream. Martin. It's Dream. Yeah. Uh, Champ. I gotta go with the American Dream, baby. Cliff. I'm going with Dream as well. All right, Justin. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes moves on. Now we got Ric Flair going one-on-one with the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan. I got Flair all the way. Uh, Who you got, uh, Cliff? Um, Yeah, I'm going to take Hogan. Uh, Champ? Hogan, Hogan became who he was towards the, the late 80s. Ric Flair was doing it throughout the entire decade. I gotta go with the nature boy! Woo! Idol? Mmm. As much as I love Ric Flair, I gotta go with Hulk Hogan. Mm, okay. Justin? Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Alright, what about you, uh, Martin? <laughs> you guys gotta see his face. <laughs> Choices. Um, <laughs> to go off Champ's point, Flair had consistency throughout the 80s. Hogan was Hogan, but Hogan made the business explode. Yeah. <sighs> WrestleMania. Yeah. Saturday nights. With Roddy and- Piper and DBIC and Mr. T and Mr. Wonderful and all that shit. You notice I didn't say Flair. Where was he? I, I get being stable and being secure in the thing, but I gotta go say Hogan. No, with Hogan, all right. Hogan, it is. JJ, who you who you got? Um, this is really really tough. Yeah. Like this is extremely tough. Uh, Budge. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Hogan. I, I'm yeah. Alrighty. There it is. So Hogan goes on. Next we have is it Roddy Rowdy Piper going against who won this? Andre the Giant or Snook? I can't remember. Andre the Giant. That's what I thought. Going against Andre the Giant. We didn't go out so many wrestlers and matchups. I didn't forgot who won. So Andre the Giant and Piper. Jeez. Um. <laughs> Ooh, all right, uh, Cliff, you uh, you go first. Yeah, I'm. Um, see, that's why I'm kind of glad I had the bracket early, so that way I could really think about who I wanted to pick. Um, I hate you, and I want you to drown in your own urine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> the end of yeah, that, it happens all the time. That's how he is. I don't. I just ignore <laughs> him from now on. Um, That's but homophobic. Again, I'm gonna go with the yeah, whatever. I don't care. Eighth <clears throat> wonder. The eighth wonder for me is who I'm picking. So I'm taking Andre. All right, champ. Oh man, Andre Piper, Piper Andre. I got I gotta go with Piper. Going back to the point made during the first round, this is one of the men who could get unbelievable heat, but also could make you love him as well. And he didn't do anything different to get either or. Andre, as much as he was a lovable and unique character outside of the ring, I mean inside the ring, yeah, he's a legend, but he was a lumbering legend. So I gotta go with Piper. When I compare the two, gotta go with Piper. Martin? WrestleMania 3 versus WrestleMania 1. Standing Legacies. Ah, Piper. Hard choice, but Piper. What about you, JJ? It was tough, but I'm going with Piper. Uh, Justin? Piper. 100%. Idol? If Roddy Piper didn't kick Cindy Lauper, we wouldn't have gotten to watch AJ versus Undertaker in the Boneyard match last night. Roddy Piper kicking Cindy Lauper set up WrestleMania 1, which is why we have WrestleMania today. I'm going with the hot. I'm also going to go with uh, the Hot Rod, so uh, I'm going with Piper. All righty, so our last second round 1980s matchup. We got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and the Macho Man Randy Savage. God damn it. Who you you got? Face this up. You can't base this off the WrestleMania match now. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, who you got, Justin? Uh, Macho Man. Macho Man. Got to vote for the Macho Man. What about you, JJ? The Macho Man, Randy Savage. That's two votes for the Macho Man. Fair Can fair I get a third fair. vote? Can I get a third vote for the Macho Man, Idol? Macho Man, dig it. That's three votes for the Macho Man. Can I get a fourth vote? What about you, Cliff? Four votes for the Macho Man? I'm going with Ricky Steamboat. I kind of figured you were going to fuck it up. I knew you were going to fuck it up. I can just tell. That's why I wanted to choose Martin before you. So, Martin, can I get four votes for the Macho Man? I love a man that talks about meat on TV, so yeah. (laughs) The Macho Man has four votes. And can I get a fifth vote, champ, for the Macho Man? Oh, my goodness. Reluctantly... Yes, Macho Man ran. No, 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 I think the Macho Man gets through because I'm going with the Macho Man as well. <laughs> oh. All righty, then we're going to move on over to the 1990s. And we got Stone Cold Steve Austin going against him. Oh, video froze. <laughs> That's funny. He died. Oh, this is <laughs> Okay. 
Here we go. Yeah, my my uh, thing said reconnecting. So, um, I think I'm gonna go start this over again. So, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin going against his WrestleMania opponent, and that is Brett the Hitman Hart. I'm going with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who are you going with? What? Alrighty. Who are you going with, Idol? This is really tough. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Austin. Because even though Brett had the first half of that decade on lock, Austin's second half of the decade far exceeded Brett's first half. All right, that's uh, three votes for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Who you got, champ? Bret Hart, like I said, Bret Hart was very good for at least seven to eight years of the 90s as a tag team wrestler, as a singles wrestler. It just sucks that he went to WCW and they didn't know what to do with him. And that's why I got to pick Stone Cold because Stone Cold kicked off the Attitude Era with that 316 promo at the 1996 King of the Ring. And it just ballooned into one of the best eras in wrestling. And he was at the forefront of that. I have to go with the Rattlesnake. Who you got, Justin? Uh, Stone Cold, 100%. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cliff, who you got? So I have to agree with Champ and all of his points. While Brett was like the measuring stick, only a few wrestlers had ever passed that measuring stick. And Austin was one of them. So I'm going with Stone Cold. Alrighty. What about you, Martin? If it wasn't for a lackluster uh, last half of the decade, um, I think the Montreal screw job probably would have put him over because I think without that of really pushing forward the Attitude Era into the limelight, Stone Cold probably wouldn't have been as big. Um, that's just me, but again, we can't go off of what ifs, so I have to say his own call. All right, Stone Cold moves further. And now we have Shawn Michaels going one-on-one with Big Daddy Cool Diesel Kevin Nash. I got Shawn. Shawn. That's two for Shawn. What about you, champ? HBK. That's three for Shawn. Idol. I'm going to go with Shawn. Four for Sean. JJ? Sean? That's five for Sean. <laughs> Cliff? I'm not going to let you guys bully me, okay? Only one person was the booker of the show in the 90s between these two. And that man was an outsider. He came into the business where the big boys play. And he was another reason why I really wanted to watch uh, WCW was because of the Wolfpack, so I'm gonna have to go with Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, and last but not least, Martin, who you got? I, I gotta, I gotta agree. It, it was Diesel. I know it's, I, I know I'm a, lo- a losing vote, anyways. But uh, Diesel, the move over versus Shawn Michaels' Playboy cover. I mean, come on, what made more headlines? <laughs> And with that, Shawn Michaels moves further. We have uh, the Undertaker.
Undertaker going one-on-one with, wait, who won this, Goldberg or Ric Flair? I don't remember. Flair. That's what I thought, because uh, fuck Goldberg. So, Ric Flair <laughs> and The Undertaker. Jeez, man. man. That's a tough one. Um, Go, uh, start this one off, Martin. Fuck you. Okay. Fat. Um. Flair had a great run at WCW. He won a lot of his championships. uh, Was the main face of WCW to to be parallel to Hogan's uh, Hollywood heel antics. Um, Did a lot of cool team ups with Piper. Um. But even though he won championships, he did kind of play back fiddle to Hogan, NWO, and Eve, uh, Savage, Sting, and Goldberg, uh, where Taker, you know, he was consistently rising up. Like, he was, well, Flair was kind of coming down, Taker was coming up, and I think there were more moments that resonate with the 90s that involve Taker even though there were good ones with Flair, I think Taker's... This is hard. I'm I'm Taker. All right, we got Undertaker for there. What about you, champ? The Creatures of the Night, the Ministry of Darkness, his feud with Kane. He won... In the 90s, he won all three of his... Six world championships in the 90s against very top stars. Two two of those championships were against top stars. One was against somebody who, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he began his legendary undefeated streak in the 90s. As much as Ric Flair was a staple of wrestling for 20, 30 years at this point, you got to go with Taker. Got to go with Taker. Uh I gotta agree with you on that one, champ. All the points you made. Um, I'm going with uh, Mark Calloway. Oh, I'm sorry, Undertaker. Don't say that. I know, I know. Undertaker, <laughs> Undertaker, Undertaker. Who you got? The Phenom. The Phenom. Who you got, uh, Chris Idol? Uh, piggybacking off of what Champ said, in 1991, Taker beat Hulk Hogan for the WWE Championship, and in 1999. Taker beat Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Taker. <laughs> Who you got, uh, Justin? A Taker. And Cliff? Yeah, you guys remember that time when uh, Ric Flair threw Mankind off the Hell in a Cell? <laughs> yeah, neither do I. So that's why I'm going with Taker. You extra. You extra smart. <laughs> you a whole child. Undertaker yeah, moves on. And I just want to have as a sidebar, I always hated the fact that the three times Taker won the WWE Championship, his longest reign of the three was in 97 when he went five months for that championship until he lost to Bret Hart at SummerSlam. His first reign lasted all of like, not even a week. His second reign lasted, what, like a, a month and a half? Like, yeah. I hated those short reigns for that dude, like, but I get it because the character really didn't need the belt. The character was the character. But I would have loved to see him have a really good long reign with the championship. I agree, champ. I agree. 
<laughs> Our next matchup, we have uh, Sting going one on one with Mr. Perfect. God damn it! <laughs> Who made these brackets? We did. What? <laughs> we all did. Uh, what's wrong with us? That's what I've been asking this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I'll start us off. Um, I gotta go with Sting, man. It, it, Sting. <laughs> like, it's, it's Sting, it speaks for itself. It, it, it's, it's Sting. So, uh, what about you, Justin? That stings. I'm gonna have to, I'm not going with Sting. I'm going with, uh, Mr. Perfect. Okay, alrighty. Idol? Yeah, Stinger. Dinger all the way. Martin? By the end of the decade, Mr. Perfect didn't really mean too much of anything. While Sting was still hot. Sting. Sting. Alright. JJ? Sting. Sting. Cliff? Yeah, I'm going with the Stinger. And Champ? I'm going with majority rules here. I'm going with Sting. Just, uh, Chris Adam made a perfect point. Sting, uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning had a downshift towards the end of 98 where Sting continued up, trending upwards going into the end of the decade. So yeah, Sting. Alrighty. So that ends us on our 1990s bracket. So we're going to move on to the 2000s and our Second round matchup in the new millennium. We got Edge going one on one with the master of the six one nine, Ray Mysterio. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Fucking hell. Um, oh man, I'm going with Edge. You go. All right. Edge. You got a vote for Edge from Justin. I I think I got my. Vote. You got your vote. Who you got? I placed my vote to evict Rey Mysterio, so Edge Edge. Just, that's two votes for Edge. He gives, he said high five. You, you missed oh, the high, you oh, left the man oh, hanging. Sorry, Virtual sorry. high fives, goddamn. You gotta get used to that. Quarantine Social high. distancing, exactly. <laughs> Virtual high five, except us. Well, I mean, you've been you've been here, and you ain't gone nowhere, so for like two weeks. Uh, uh, Idol, who you got? Yeah, rated R superstar. You got Edge. I got Edge as well. What about you, Martin? Edge. Definitely Edge. And Cliff? As he is my favorite wrestler of all time, I do love Rey Mysterio, but Edge's career, like, was on another level. Even at Rey Mysterio's peak, Edge's career was at another level, so I have to go with Edge. Yeah, definitely skyrocketed in the beginning. Facts. 2002 to, like, six. Was that like Edge's like run? Nah, man. I mean, like I know, like that's when he like he became like like. Well, you gotta think about something, some guys. You gotta think well, about something. You gotta something. think about WrestleMania seventeen, the TLC match they had, but, and you know. Oh yeah. But you also have right Edge went Edge went up from there, where mm. even though Mysterio kind of was like, and WCW took yeah. a break, re-debuted in WWE, had to work basically back up into the cruiserweight division had a benefit off of uh, the death of his best friend in order to win the World Heavyweight Championship, even though it was a good moment, had to happen that way, while Edge was just having sex in the ring with the redhead. And you also have to think that yeah. Edge, missed, Edge missed about a year of action with injury in between that time and 
still had the traject- uh, upward trajectory. Exactly. He came nice. back. Yeah. Hearing yeah, so Eric Bischoff was the best point. thing on that episode of Raw. Facts. So Eric gets the clean sweep. Spearing Mick Foley through a flaming table with thumbtacks in his back. I mean, that's insane. That's hot. That was, <laughs> that was hot. That was lit. Literally. So our next no matchup. <laughs> next matchup, we got the game. Triple H going one-on-one with the man that beat Jericho. The man that beat Jericho. Lord have mercy. I messed it all up. So, yeah, Chris Jericho. <laughs> you mean the man that beat Jericho <laughs> and Stone Cold the same night? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Um, so, yeah, Triple H, Chris Jericho. Who you got, champ? Oh, great. I got to start this shit. You fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both... They both got their, they, they both started getting hot in the, at the beginning of the Attitude Era where it was really hot in like the late 90s. And then in the 2000s, you saw Triple H. I mean, he was winning championships and main event and WrestleManias and things like that. Jericho, only reason why I would pick Triple H over Jericho is because of the fact Jericho left too many times to go do his thing with Fozzie. If he'd have stayed there consistently, I think he beats out Triple H. But I think I got to give it to Triple H because of the fact that despite twice in the 2000s ripping his quads in half, he still came back and was still the man. So I got to pick Triple H. I, don't, I, I love Jericho, but the times he kept leaving to go do his thing with Fozzie – Takes away from it for me, so I gotta go with Triple yeah. H. All righty, Cliff. Um, you know when I first saw this matchup, and I when I was doing this originally, I thought, um, I was like, yeah, I definitely could see like Chris Jericho. But the more I got to thinking about it, man, I was like, yo, but Hunter was on a different level than where Jericho was. So I was like, he kept winning championships, you know, DX, you know, we talk about Evolution, that all came from that same era. So I have to go with Triple H as well. Idol. Yeah, I gotta go with Triple H. Uh, Triple H was the bad guy for most of that decade. He was on top. He main evented all those WrestleManias. He worked with everybody. You could argue that every top guy that got made in that decade, uh, Triple H played a part in it. With the exception of maybe like one or two. Yeah, <laughs> Triple H. Gotta go with Triple H. Alright, Justin? Triple H. Triple A, JJ. Oh, the mighty shovel, the mighty shovel. Why two J gets buried? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I don't know what your day job is, but please don't quit it if you have one. <laughs> Even if that means you have to go to the corner and start hooking, oh. wear a mask. Oh, um, sidebar, um, to, to kind of counteract, uh, Champ's point, I think the leaving kind of made Jericho at the end. If it wasn't for the leaving and then coming back, it kind of propelled him to kind of stay in the main event picture rather than float around in the mid card, which is what he was doing before he left after the whole Cena angle. Um, uh, one quick travesty is the fact that Jericho wasn't in the 2010s bracket. 
because that's when he skyrocketed with Thanks. his feuds with Batista and CM Punk and literally everything. The fact that he wasn't in the 2010s bracket is a travesty, and I hate you, Cliff, for it. Um, but this match specifically goes to Triple H. Uh, I gotta agree with Martin. Um, if Jericho was in the 2010 bracket, um, I think it's a clean sweep for Jericho. But when we look at he's going against, you know, the bad guy of bad guys, um, which is Triple H. Focus the Mighty Shovel. The Mighty Shovel. Um, yeah. Just go, I gotta go with Triple H on this one. All your top towns got buried by that man. He did. So, we're gonna move on. We have Chris Benoit going one on one with Shawn Michaels. Oh, fuck me. Alright, Justin, you can start this one off, my guy. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I love Benoit, but. You know, I, I got to go with Shawn Michaels on this one. What about you, Idol? Yeah, I'm going with Shawn Michaels because he made it to the end of the decade. Oh, shit. Oh! <laughs> I, I was waiting for somebody to do something. I'm out of here. I was waiting for somebody to, I was waiting for somebody to do it. I thought it was going to be me to be the one to be petty. <laughs> I thought I was going to be the one to be petty, but damn it, you beat me to it. I mean, someone else said something savage earlier about um, Ben Watton. Didn't they? <laughs> I think that's just the most savage thing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. So I'm going to take control back of the show now. So I'll come Lord. back and take control of the show. Lord. And we're going to move on. And uh, so, oh, JJ, who is your vote? WrestleMania 25. All righty. But, I mean, Ben Wall didn't make it there either, so. You just had to piggyback off. I of had to. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Make your own hands off. Stop, stop picking up the crumbs, you vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Champ. <sighs> Unfortunate circumstances means I got to pick HBK. I got to pick HBK. I think we all, I think, is, is this, is this a, a unanimous HBK vote? Yeah. Un- unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Grinning right now. I am grinning. <laughs> you know, I love me some Shawn Michaels, man. All right, so Shawn's gonna move on on that one. Uh, the next we have Kurt Angle going one on one with John Cena. Ooh, buddy, this should be interesting. Damn, Chris, you start us off. Uh, ah, this is tough. Ah, I gotta go with I gotta go with the money. I'm going with Cena. Alrighty, Cena. Martin, money talks. Cena replaced Angle as the the poster child. You know who left in 2006 and who stayed. That's that, that was where I was going. So I. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Kurt had great matches in TNA and everything else like that. But you you went to the small pond as a big fish who didn't want to get help for your problems. So, sorry about it. John Cena vote for that one. What about you, Justin? John Cena. John Cena. JJ? John Cena smacked Stephanie Man's ass. John he Cena. did. <laughs> Is that what you think about to get off at night? Because that's weird. <laughs> 
Yo, that's no really, fun, that's a low-key, real weird point to bring up. Like, okay. I need you to really think about where you're going with your life if that's the point you have to make up right now. Like, come it on. What uh, show we're on? Just all of you get bullied. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, who you got? Yeah, I'm going to take uh, John Cena as well. And Champ. Majority rules, Cena, as much as Kurt went down to TNA and ran rough shot winning championship after championship, we all know that TNA was in, was definitely in its, starting to get into its dying days in the late part of the 2000s, uh, whereas Cena was just on a rocket ship that was not going to come down to earth anytime soon, so definitely gotta go with Cena. On Cena moves on, and we're going to move on over to the next decade in the 2010s, our second round. We got CM Punk going one-on-one with Finn Balor. Who you got, champ? Wow, I got to start this shit again? All right, cool. <laughs> this is going to be a tough one, at least for me. I don't know about I don't know about my buddy below, uh, Martin, but this is a tough one for me because this whole bracket of- is going to suck giant fucking dick. okay but i mean this is gonna be tough for me because both of these guys came up you know came up the hard way through the cm punk through the indies in the states finn Balor through the indies in in europe and in in new japan cm punk ring of honor they both came to wwe cm punk was boom he he came in the old the the old ec wwe cw uh, became ECW champion, then became world champion, became a star. Um, Finn Balor was just the man in Japan, and then he brought it here to the States and was the man in the States. Oh, man. I got to go with Finn only because Pump left in 2014. He left in 2014, so he didn't even finish the decade as a wrestler. Finn was still going. So I got to go with Finn Balor. I hate it, but I got to go with Finn. Summer of Punk was legendary. The Pipe Bomb was legendary. His run as WWE Champion was legendary. But Finn Balor has more done in this this decade than CM Punk does. So I got to go with Finn. I hate it. Martin, I see your face. I hate it too, but I, I had to go logically with this. I had to go with Finn. Because remember, if we're you going to go, go logically with this, then at some point we have to say that Stone Cold's three years on top don't mean anything compared to someone who ran for ten years. That is so. True. But the fact of the matter is, Stone Cold made the '90s because of the three years that he had on top in the WWF for the Attitude Era. We are still hearing people to this day, six years later, chant for CM Punk because of the fact of what he did during the summer of Punk for his reign and everything else like that. Those years on top that he did what he did are still resonating to this day. Now, granted, you know, yeah, he's the the ratings aren't coming in on on Fox on that show when he's a, as an interviewer or commentator or whatever or oh, a critic fun. or whatever. But when he was in the ring and everything, it was going down. Finn, on the other hand, as much as I love Finn, and I mean, I've got, like, the pop figures to prove it. I have, you know, the half-naked posters on the wall, something like that and everything, because Finn is just fantastic in all ways to me. Punk resonates. 
punk resonates more. You can't go listening to his theme song anywhere and not think of him. Yeah. So, I mean, punk has that that staying power, even to this day. We're wishing for punk to come back. We have Finn already here. We're not missing him or wishing, like, really thinking about, oh, NXT UK right now. Yeah, it's cool that he's there because we love the NXT brand, but what's going to be a bigger draw? Punk had the better the better decade, even though he was only wrestling for it for four years. Sorry, not sorry. I'm going with Punk. Oh, buddy. Justin. Punk. Punk. Cliff? Um... So I have to think about this, like, as an impact-wise, right? Like, we've talked about the Bullet Club. We've talked about, you know, the run that he had in New Japan. We've talked about the run that he had in, in NXT. But to Marty's point, I still find myself always clicking every news article to this day about CM Punk's return because it was it was great. The summer The summer of Punk made that run for everything. I mean – even guys who are big now, you know, with the Shield and Moxley and all those guys, like it was because of Punk. Punk was the one pushing for all that and all the matchups that we had. And sure, he left in 2014 and at least six years. But in that six years, we still talked about how much we would like to see Punk with that guy or Punk with this guy. So for me, I'm and we talk about Punk versus Balor. So yeah, let me get Sam Punk. And we still talk about the Punk's classic matches with you know John Cena. Back in, you know, 2011, which was personally my favorite match of all time in Money in the Bank. So, yeah. Right, he left yeah. a high impact on the in WWE. All right, JJ, who you got? <clears throat> Look in my eyes, what do you see? The day Finn Balor got buried. <laughs> so is that corner empty right now? <laughs> I'm sure there's some old white men that love some dark meat, so I mean, you just go make oh no money. Oh my god. Chris Idol, I'm taking control of the show. Chris Idol, who are you picking? Um. I'm going with CM Punk. The stuff that CM Punk did during his run on top when he was hot has laid the groundwork for a lot of the indie guys that we see in WWE now to be there and be able to have a chance at doing anything. Really? Literally almost everybody on this lit on the rest of this bracket who they benefited from CM Punk doing what CM Punk did because he was in the WWE making a name for himself, trying to fight for indie guys to be there. Uh, That's yeah, you're if, correct. If, if CM Punk didn't have the impact that he did, Kevin Owens would have never gotten signed to WWE. Never. Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, AJ, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yep. AJ. That. <sighs> Perfect points. Um, I gotta agree. Uh, CM Punk takes it for me. Um, Finn, you know, like I said, Finn throughout this, you know, the 2010 decade did, he, I mean, he, he made it work. You know, Finn, Universal Champion, uh, the Bullet Club stuff, but 
it's, you know, like they said, if it was not for CM Punk and what he did, we wouldn't have seen some of the guys that we see now on the main roster. So CM Punk takes it for me. So we're going to move on to our next round, and that is the Monday Night Messiah going on one-on-one with Kenny Omega. I thought KO yeah. won that one. Kevin KO won? won? Yeah, KO won. Oh, he did? Say, what are you talking about? Don't let oh. that overrated piece yeah, of trash back one, bro. Oh, no. Oh, shit, he did. Him, All right, well, to put back in the tournament, man. Dude, no one asked you to shit. open your mouth, young bit. So, uh, we got... All right, so never mind. mind. I take it back. Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Seth. Seth, same. Seth Rollins. I love Kevin Owens, but I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Was this the unanimous Seth Rollins vote? Facts, yep. Yeah. Oh, my Seth. Yeah, the highest of the century. Five years later, people still talk about it. Yeah. All right, so... Ooh, Kingslayer. So, Seth Rollins... Seth Rollins takes the uh, the vote unanimous on that one. Martin's face is uh, worth making me laugh the most. I, I just want to put that out there. His face is worth making me laugh the most. He has the, I'm he, animated he has the most epic. He has the most epic wrestling <laughs> face I've ever seen in my life, and it's amazing. <laughs> Years of practice. Oh, thank man. you. <laughs> so the next <laughs> next we got AJ Styles going against Daniel Bryan. Fuck me. Martin, you start off. I don't want to do it anymore. (laughs) You start this one off, Martin. AJ or Daniel Bryan. Okay, I love both of these guys so much. Um, Fuck. I had more emotions with Daniel Bryan, ups and downs. I've literally been with him from the beginning. Um, I think if we're going to go based on consistency, it's going to be AJ, but I think if we're going to go with evolution and improving yourself and really becoming a thing, we would go with Daniel Bryan. Um, this is This is the hardest one. So far. I'm going to give it to Styles by by literally a cunt hair. Pardon my French, but it's literally that thin and that small. Only because of let's... (laughs) The beginning of the decade was great for both of them. The, the the evolution throughout the year. I'm I'm going to go based on how it ended. Yeah, Daniel Bryan came back. I know we're in 2020 right now, but let's look at how it, it led into this year's Mania. So I'm gonna I'm very very close. I hate saying it too because I lo- ah yeah Styles just Styles. Martin, let me, let me, let me, let me, just like you countered me in the last matchup with Finn and CM Punk, we gotta think about impact. Just like how six years after Punk left, people still chant for CM Punk, guess what? Years after the Yes Movement start, people still chant, yes, 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 
Yes, even when Daniel Bryan was retired. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm with the same margin. I'm going the opposite direction and say Daniel Bryan, simply because they both had very, very spectacular runs in the 2010s decade. But the yes chant still lives on, and that gives Bryan the edge for me. It's just that. Chris Idle? Uh, I, I got to piggyback off of when Martin and Champer said, this is a really close one. This is probably the toughest one that we've had to do so far. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan because I, like, I, after Punk's run and Punk laying the groundwork, I don't want to say Punk passed the torch to Daniel Bryan, but then Daniel Bryan kind of became that face of, hey, there's a chance for these indie wrestlers to succeed here. And he's just, everyone's emotionally invested in Daniel Bryan. Like Champ said, the Yes Movement, it started, what, six years ago, and it's still going strong. Daniel Bryan gets doing the Yes, yet everyone's with him. And I gotta, I gotta say Daniel Bryan, I'm I'm going I'm going DB. Justin. Uh yeah, uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Cliff. Yeah, so I'm gonna be not really agreeing with the majority because when he was in TNA, we talked about how great he was. When he was in New Japan, we talked about how great he was. When he was at WWE, we talked about how great he was. Daniel Bryan, in the same token, when he's a Ring of Honor, we've acknowledged that he's had a great body of work. When he's been in WWE, he's also had great work, but he also missed some time while AJ was still there running it, and we were still talking about how great he was. This is a tough matchup because I do love both guys so much, but on this time, I'm going to lean over to AJ Styles. Okay. JJ? This is, uh, this is, this is really tough. Um... DB, nope, he don't want none. Nope, he don't want. I guess I'm going AJ. That's a tie, y'all. So, I. Oh, crap, I just. Oh, it's on me, right? I mean, one more quick point. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, not trying to, you know, do an AJ ballot right quick, but right quick, I was just like. He, AJ came in right into a feud with Jericho. What do you have a feud right after Jericho with? For the top title. AJ is always a main event. So. AJ Styles was the top guy in every company that he has stepped foot in. Whether it be New Japan, ROH, WWE, TNA, AJ Styles was that guy. Yes, Daniel Bryan, the yes chant, the, the yes movement, all that is still going on strong today. But if Punk had not have left the way he had left, I do believe WrestleMania 30 would kind of be a different story. Don't base it on what ifs now. Right. But I'm not going to base it on the what ifs. But the fact is that AJ Styles, no matter where he goes, is the main event. He is the main eventer. Like Martin said, when Styles came in, he had a feud with Jericho, 
And the next night on Raw after WrestleMania, he won a, was that the thing was a fatal four way, and he was feuding for the top title with Roman and with brought his Roman. club with him. Exactly, and let's not forget that SmackDown Live is the house that AJ Styles built. So people might call this bias, but I don't give a fuck. I got AJ Styles going. So AJ Styles moves on, and we're going to move on to our next bracket, and that is... We're missing one match. And this one's going to be tough, too. Oh, yeah. wait, is it who yes, I think it is? Yes, it is. It is, it is, it exactly. it is 100% who you think it is. It is. Oh. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got two bad men going at it. Tanahashi Okada. I'm just gonna say the fans win. I don't want to pick. I don't. I, nah, I, fuck you. So, you pick it. No, you pick if it, I have it. to, if I have to put myself through the last one, you have to put yourself through this one. Fast. Big facts. Don't be, don't be a negligent baby daddy on this. Be the child. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Damn. Oh, you go, bro. You go, bro. Fun, fun. I'm gonna go with Okada. Okay. Okada. Okada. Oh, that's two Okadas. Okay, what about you, JJ? Those bad brothers over in New Japan. <laughs> Pro wrestling. Shit, this is hard. Um, uh, you think about it right quick. I'm yeah, yeah, this yeah. This 2010s. It was the decade of Tanahashi. Okada is the future. So, I'm gonna go with Tanahashi. Alright, uh, what about you, Cliff? Fuck, that was actually a really good point, because I thought I had this figured out at first. And I was like, yeah, man, of course I'm I Okada. am the king of making points. Just made it worse. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to agree. I'm gonna go with Tanahashi as well. Chris Idol? They don't call him the ace for nothing, and the ace is still going strong. Tanahashi. Champ? Basically agree. That man's the ace. Yes, Okada had a great run at the late part of this decade, but Tanahashi's been doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it well. Gotta go with the ace. Alright, well. Who? Okay, wasn't a tiebreaker. Cool. Alright, no, it ain't a tiebreaker. You don't matter. That's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So. Both of them are some bad men. The men. So. <laughs> Okada it is, I guess. Yep. So kind of hot like, moves on though, but yeah, that, both, yeah. That was hard. That was hard. I ain't miss. That was that was really hard. I honestly I could have went either way, and I'm perfectly fine with either or. But damn, um, that bracket sucked. It did. No, you're right on that. You're right. It definitely sucked. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our first two rounds of the Super Pod. Greatest wrestler of all time bracket. Um, I'm here with uh, Red Dog, my co-host. Man, this was uh, this was uh, this was pretty interesting, man. These first two rounds. Um, so I got my actually, what was what was surprising for you so uh, so far? You know, I think like the biggest surprise for me was The Rock not getting out of the first round. Like we we had a lot of like good discussion points, and ultimately. You know, a body of work does, you know, get over, 
a, a smaller body of work, even though it was like more impactful. Um, it's just it was crazy to see, and I was I was pretty shocked about it. Right, same. I was a uh, what shocked me actually was the fact that uh, you know the fact that Okada and Tanahashi how they ended up going head to head, and as we heard, Okada not getting the dub, but you know points proven, you know. Tanahashi wins, but yeah, man, this is this was this was really interesting. Um, I can't wait to see who ends up becoming the greatest wrestler of all time. So tune in, guys. Next episode, we're gonna finish up the greatest wrestler of all time. Find out who is the Super Pod greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs>